I just have one thing to say. Hang on here. <laughs> All right. There you go. Dance a little bit, Joe. Come on. I tell you, my man. <laughs> I tell you what, if I had the talent of any one of these people, I'd be, I'd be elected president by acclamation. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <sighs> Welcome to episode 14 of the Benzo Rehab Dungeon. What you just listened to was Joe Biden walking on stage at a uh, Latino Heritage Month event um, and playing the introduction to Despacito, I guess, as a yeah. uh, attempt to uh, really reach out to that uh, Latin vote, I guess. Um Joining me as always, well, first off, my name is Michael Debs. Uh, joining me as always is uh, Dorian Denko, whatever he goes by these days. Changes constantly. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing today, buddy? Real bad. Yeah. Real bad. Especially after that. That that was cool. Yeah, that's probably the worst thing that's happened in recent memory. Yeah. You know, um, like uh, <laughs> I have family members dying and I've had to like uproot and I'm uh, jobless and stuff. But that I think is the worst thing that has happened to me uh, in, in, in recent days for sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad you agree. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what really kind of bugs me about Biden right now after watching that? All right. <laughs> it's uh, it's that he seems to uh, he seems to contain genuine, though dopey and confused, joy. Yes. I think this is yes. a genuinely happy man. I, I, I people compare him to the Smiler from Transmetropolitan a lot. Which would be true if he didn't, if he wasn't just a, a, a giant child who was actually happy and oblivious all the time. No, I, I think I think you're right. I think he is uh, he is happy, um, and I don't think he understands as the severity of, of anything. Yeah, that the uh, the society we uh, we live in, we live in a society. Oh fuck! Uh, is collapsing around us. Yeah, because uh, he's just coming out. Goofing around. Well, he has those ice cream parties with Nancy. So, I mean, well, yeah. Uh, there's the ice cream. Uh, he wears sunglasses. He drives fast cars. Yeah. Um. Speaking of the, uh, I mean, do we want to get into this right away? Do we want to maybe? Let's just do it, man. Yeah. Okay. What, what, so, what do you want? What's up? Oh, you know, just anything that's relevant <laughs> to the uh, Latin community right now. Oh, this. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's dive in, buddy. Um, so there's no real way to lighten this subject up. Um, there's been a couple of articles about this. I, I just happened to pull up this BBC article for the purposes of the uh, podcast. Uh, but the, the headline is ice whistleblower nurse alleges hysterectomies on immigrant women in the U S <sighs> um, more male vasectomies. 
Yeah, there's there's some uh, some Twitter garbage going around, let's do it, guys. Let's uh, let's bring justice to this unjust world. Let's yeah. let's even out the playing field for everyone. Uh, people people are some people, not all people, obviously, uh, are upset that. <laughs> Why was it only uh, hysterectomies? Why not vasectomies? Um, as if, you know, that would address the the underlying issue of a nation uh, basically ethnically cleansing people that are trying to uh, immigrate to it. Um, right. And, and I, I, what's under under duress. No right. Less. Right. And it's, it's interesting to me because this seems to be the uh, where liberal uh utilitarian type culture uh or faux utilitarian um faux or not utilitarianism sucks uh but where it overlaps with weird woke culture uh, oh yeah for because sure. it's like yeah i mean we shouldn't just be doing this like obviously sexist thing sure uh uh, so on the, on the woke end, but on the like weird neo-lib utilitarian end, it's like, I mean, technically, I guess just doing a reversible vasectomy on all these people as a form of a genocide would, uh, or an ir- irreversible one as well, would technically yeah. be uh, probably less harmful. It probably would. They're right. I agree with them now. <laughs> I really wish you didn't. Uh, I, I do agree with them now. They're, they're totally right. Okay. And this is the hill that we should die on. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's yeah. uh, let's mark this down as the day the uh, the Benzo Rehab Dungeon died. Yeah. Uh, just, because... you, we got to meet people in the middle, man. We got to compromise. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think the other side of it is that, um, you know, how many how many of the uh, doctors performing the hysterectomies were uh, were women? <laughs> Uh, dope. Uh, so the uh, <laughs> the article goes on. Uh, the complaint condemns the practices and conditions at the private Irwin County uh, Detention Center in Georgia. Uh, it's based on the allegations of a whistleblower, a nurse identified as Don Wooten. Uh, Thank you, whistleblower. Yes, yes, good yep. job. Uh, very, very big fan of whistleblowers, especially when it's things like this, um, because this is uh downright abominable yeah. um i mean are, are we ready to call america fascist yet or, or... uh yeah i, I mean oh, okay yeah i i because I, I keep seeing all these like <laughs> liberals especially and some some people who i would identify as leftists uh mm-hmm. you know kind of dancing around this this idea of of what fascism is like well it's not necessarily that we're a fascist nation we're just like on the cusp of it um right and you know donald trump isn't a fascist he just has fascist tendencies which i i don't fucking get that argument at all because right uh someone who has fascist tendencies i would call a, a a fascist somebody who has murderous tendencies i would call a murderer right right. um well people people fail to understand that fascism is is two things uh i things that we maybe kind of touched on before but but kind of not as well but fascism isn't like a stable state fascism is a process uh, that things undergo um and so we have always been pretty fascist and it's fluctuated in different ways but we're, we're definitely in fascism and thereby making us fascist but 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 also there's the tendency for fascism to be um it's a mask 
you know, pe- people talking about mask off with uh, with all these things when you want to become like more extreme. It's sure. oh, this was a mask off thing. But uh, fascism is it's it's innately empty. Um, it's this despairing moment where you end up um, getting swept up by a process or uh, you end up taking whatever uh, convenient scapegoat you need to. And then and, and it's 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 uh, a genuine belief in the sense that uh, you will perform genuine action uh, based upon this new exciting thing like uh, you you finally found the enemy that ruined your life and stuff um, but it's ultimately it's it's like paint you know it's it's just right. it's there on the surface and uh, you know if if Hitler didn't have the Jews he'd find someone else exactly you know? yeah um, and you know it seems like Part part of the the way that people you know uh, kind of deflect the idea that that we live in a fascist nation is um, they'll say well you know uh, it's not just targeted on one race you know it's 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 not <laughs> right. it's not racially biased uh, uh, in in a very uh, explicit way uh, it just so happens that you know like oh it targets the poor and more black people happen to be poor so it's not necessarily that it's fascist against a certain race or anything like that or or not, not fascist but it's not targeted against a, a, a single race or anything like that and it's like well i mean yeah kind of it is though <laughs> right and, um, and fascism isn't necessarily about targeting a single race it's about uh, taking one specific group that you can right give a sa- and, and a that's, stable that's, state. The, that's the argument that i make right. is that y- yeah it's a uh, fascism doesn't require a single race as a scapegoat. It requires a, a group as a scapegoat. Well, but almost more importantly, it, it requires a, a group as, as uh, unmarked, right? Right. You, yeah. Yeah. Seen as seen as the other or. Yeah. Which, which, which is why, you know, the, uh, you know, yellow star of David type markings are, are so right. important. Uh, and why, um, you know, these identifications are so important and obviously identification is always going to be important when it comes to, uh, um, you know, forcing people, uh, into uh, certain situations and, uh, and whatnot, but, uh, it's, it's fat. It gets goofy and I'm, I'm still trying to like sort this out because as much as I talk about it, I'm not like a master, uh, of, of fascism. <laughs> um, thank God. Um, but you know, there's the, the, there, there, there are obviously two things happening at once where you have the people who are unmarked being the people who are white, right. Yeah. Uh, are eventually given a type of marking, uh, that, uh, makes them superlative rather than just unmarked. That's one of the big steps in it, the, the, that supremacy thing. Um, but that's something that seems to happen pretty late and within a very elect group of the, the, uh, the unmarked population, uh, ultimately, uh, because they're, they're, there still always do remain people who are, uh, in, uh, in between precarity, um, and that always remains necessary inside of anything that's going to be panicking about uh, uh, capital or like crises of capital, because you can't just get rid of everyone or enslave. Well, you could enslave, but you can't like just kill or get rid of absolutely everyone that uh, 
that uh, you don't like in a fascist uh, uh, setting. You have to get rid of the people that you really don't like, but you need to push a certain amount of them into a weird precarious setting yeah, uh, that they have that to keep, to keep fighting a, and working for. There has to be a group of people who uh, live in, in constant fear or... Right. Um, of, of eventually really needing to be afraid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, right. And, and, and with, with that, it's, it's especially interesting because we, we do live in this nation that is uh so service industry oriented now right where you can't well yeah you you can't just produce um like a uh an, an untermensch class uh that is totally enslaved uh and uh I, maybe you could it would take a long time and you'd probably have to enslave them totally and then there would have to be some transitionary stuff um um like what happened with uh with the african slaves in the americas but um you you, you can't j- just treat everyone who are in these bizarre boundaries of being in service to you and so experiencing precarity but still ultimately um like equal enough to you that you can interact with them right that you can't just put them into a slave camp and, and yeah. they then they produce industry and stuff uh because they th- you have to have a class that's clean enough to interact with inside of our current type of economy uh and uh, and so it, it really obscures a lot of uh these these fascist processes and and, and movements and stuff uh because in, in some ways the lines between who is elect and who is uh, abandoned um is is blurrier than ever well, I think, I think what we do in America is, is we hide that uh, that marker uh, behind money. Right. Sure. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's the most surefire way for for you to not be treated like uh, the, the oppressed class is to just have money. Um, the, the thing that complicates that, though, um, is there there's a, a, a still a. a a dual identification or a single identification between two groups uh, that, that happens with this where fascism and any kind of revolutionary activity uh, towards the left or towards the extreme right always requires both the uh, the actions of the workers uh, or the proletariat or the, the, the uh, you know, the, the masses um, and the people that have the, the uh, capital, the means of production and, and things like that. And so, that that remains true for something like, you know, Trump and everything, um, or you know, our, our current situation, which will change the ways it changes, and we'll we'll see how it does. Um, but uh, you need to identify the people who own ski uh, dealerships <laughs> with everyone in Trump's cabinet, with the working poor that the. Uh, ski do guys are hiding behind and pretending to be and so there, there there has to be identification that links all these things together and so it can't always be capital it can be the potential uh, the potential attainment of capital i guess like this this weird uh, belief that capital could be yours <laughs> um but, sure. but then that that doesn't that still doesn't quite work and and so i mean i guess it, it still falls back down to whiteness uh, but uh well, yeah that's that's the primary uh right whiteness marker. and uh much much like the the 
the mistake that the Marxist Leninists make all the time. Uh, there's the uh, that huge explosive importance that's placed behind the party, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, no matter how much you hate the party, you're, you're still going to vote for I mean, it because it's, right it's led now, by the strong man you love. We have the, the MAGA, MAGA hats. Yeah, um, exactly. And, and, you know, that's maybe unconsciously a marker in some people. Oh, it's uh, absolutely. Some people's it's experience. Like consciously, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I, I've never seen... I mean, Back when Obama was first running, I guess you saw, like, some Hope shirts, maybe. Maybe. Like, occasionally. Yeah, it, it didn't seem to be quite as... Uh, prolific in the uh the social sphere that you would see people wearing you know hope shirts or or i don't even know uh what his challenger's shirt or slogan was honestly um, right. it just didn't seem to be that not to say that this election is a bigger deal than other elections because i i'm really tired of hearing that narrative mm-hmm. um especially given the choices we have right now um <laughs> But yeah, it, it just uh, it it didn't seem as uh, as hyper focused, I guess, in the uh, right the the public sphere. Well, there there was a point. Uh, it it seems to me as someone who's still, though I'm infinitely old, also still ultimately uh, in comparison to uh, the politics of this country, very young. Um, it it seems to me that there's been and maybe this comes and goes in waves but there's been a movement in politics from being oh these are some people that you either believe in voting or you don't and then these people who end up getting into office they will do whatever they do and there will be some kind of things that kind of matter but ultimately like it'll be okay uh and uh yeah they they might both kind of be warmongers. One of them's probably worse. Um, both kind but, of warmongers. Right. And it's like all these things that are ultimately very important. But one of the big things that was different is is that they were um, they the politicians that we were supposed to vote for or not vote for um, took some pride and power in uh, not being at the forefront of your mind all the time. Uh, yeah, and so. Uh, well, that's that's, you know, right after the election, that's how Obama ultimately got away with everything that he did. Um, yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of people who still have these rose tinted glasses on about Obama because right. it was an era of normalcy where you could go to brunch. Help people um, with the rose tinted glasses about Bush. Oh, yeah. Which is <laughs> bonkers to me. It's <laughs> um, dope. <laughs> yeah, super dope. And you'll see, and it's especially liberals all the time uh, mm-hmm. who go like, "Man, even Bush was better than this." And arguably, Bush did worse things than Trump has ever done. Uh, he just had public support at the time because he yeah. got lucky with a terrorist attack. Or, lucky, yeah, he yeah, got lucky. Lucky is put in quotation marks because <laughs> you know I have my doubts about whether or not we knew about uh, the impending attack. Um, oh, I feel like that's not even a question about whether or not we knew. Um, I feel like that's that's a, that's something that I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm too cynical about this kind of thing. Uh, but I, I I think that it's it's essentially accepted that we knew that it was going to going to occur. There, there are some, some funky things that happened uh, leading into it that uh, would indicate that maybe there there was some knowledge about what was going to yeah. happen. I mean, the big question is whether or not uh, uh, Bush and the Jews. Oh. 
Uh, got to no, I'm kidding. I'm uh, kidding. I, I thought the big question was going to be whether or not uh, jet fuel could actually melt steel beams. Yeah, I mean that's question two under the under the the other question, the <laughs> the question that Marx posed. Yes, the uh, the very <laughs> very goodly named uh, Jewish question. Oh man, yeah. I, I'm not condoning that yeah. language. I'm just saying that's what it's called. Um, it is. It is. Hey, guys, everyone out through uh, everyone throughout history, they, they've everyone. Everyone fucking sucks. Yes. Everyone's bad. You, you will always be an artifact of your time, yeah. uh, myself included. No gods, no masters, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Let me say something homophobic, <laughs> uh, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think the one that that's going to get me buried if, if I ever become popular enough to be remembered in history. Is that weird thing you do with your dick. No, it's the uh, it's the anti furry rhetoric. <laughs> yeah dude that's totally gonna be like that's gonna be yeah. woke culture in like five ten years and, and, I, and I've, I've said several times on on my own facebook page that i don't care if i'm uh, uh on the wrong side of history with the, with, the, with the furry question so to speak uh i'm, I'm still gonna be there uh, I, I, I can't help it i i, I really man i i hate the anti-woke stuff almost as much as i hate the woke stuff yeah, absolutely. But, uh, it's both nauseating. Yeah, they're they're both really gross. Uh, they're they're both. Uh, I, I mean, they both think that they're just trying to be like people should be people. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, furries. I, I can't. I can't condone it. I cannot condone it. I uh, <laughs> I told you about the time I went to a furry convention, right? Uh, no, you have not. But yeah. I, I would be interested in hearing that story. Uh, should we do that now, or should we save uh, that for no, a later I, episode? I think we should move on to the rest of this. Okay, uh, let's let's keep article. going. Um, oh, the rest of this article. There's more. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. not just they 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 cut uh, cut lady parts and no. Um, the complaint also alleges jarring medical neglect during the coronavirus pandemic, including a refu- refusal to test detainees with symptoms and fabricating medical records uh dope miss wooten writes uh, i became a whistleblower now i'm a target um or no oh. she said that at a press conference whatever i, I, had, I had a dream last night sorry it it, it 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 relates to this okay kind of kind of about about the prison system right is uh, it bad it, it, it was a bad dream it was a bad dream but uh, I I was uh, I was walking past like a group of uh, prisoners working on the side of the of the highway, and I ended up uh, somehow getting confused as a, as a prisoner. And one of the other prisoners went free, uh, and, I, and I took his place. And I, I guess maybe I was I don't know if I was wearing stripes or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. It's a classic but, mix up, right? But then I, I got into the prison and I I told them what had happened. And it's not that they didn't believe me. It wasn't one of those dreams where it's just like people were just like blank faced and they're just like, no, no. But they're like, oh, OK, so you you shouldn't be here. Oh, you're not that person. OK, interesting. But then they fabricated records uh, and and claimed that I was that person because they didn't have a family. And so I I was in prison for the rest of my life. Oh, because yeah. I because I walked through a group of people. You know, but, I, I I could actually conceive of that happening. Like that's the thing. It, that's I, why I, I even bring I think it up. Things like happen like that all the time. I'm where, sure they do. Where that's exactly authority it. authority figures don't want to admit that they've made a fuck up, and so they uh, they just make stuff up until the fuck up is no longer a fuck up. Exactly because it's it's a it's a in a lot of I mean I mean the entire 
judicial system from start to finish is kind of like a, a predictive uh uh self-fulfilling prophecy of sorts right like, right yeah i mean people uh, with certain markings uh yeah, are, yeah exactly so you know it, if, if you fall into certain categories and you manage to get yourself involved in the court system you're basically fucked mm-hmm. um so yeah i mean whether whether by intentional processes or unintentional processes i could easily see something like that happen uh People are wrongly convicted and imprisoned all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. E- even in, I mean, you, you got to think about like, like, let's look at, look at a case like uh, Brianna Taylor, right? Mm. Um, she was sh- shot to death in her sleep and uh, the police plainclothes busted down a door. She, and and she, the, she should have followed orders, man. Well, yeah, there's that. Yeah. And then, yeah. and you know, her boyfriend, uh, because he thought a group of armed maniacs was trying to break down his door, which they were right. a group of armed <laughs> maniacs. Yeah. Um, he, he returned or he, he took a shot at them because he had a gun, uh, which is probably the only legitimate time you should use a gun is in that kind of self-defense right. scenario. And, and the people that think that this death is justified are the type of people that would defend that. <laughs> right. Um, and, and so, you know, it, it, it's like they, they immediately charged him with attempting to uh, kill a police or attempted attempted murder of a police officer or something, something like that. Mm-hmm. But it had, it had the, the murder word in it. Right. And it was a charge that they levied against him because he defended himself in a situation where they did not announce themselves they were playing clothes uh and they God immediately busted down his door and started like siding in on him um, yeah that's dope that's cool so i mean i mean it, it's like what 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 immediately happened there is they did a fuck up mm-hmm. and they immediately tried to cover it up by bringing charges against this guy basically fabricating the idea that he tried to murder somebody when he was acting in self-defense. Right. Um, they tried to, uh, so the guy that they were actually looking for, um, they tried to get him to flip on Brianna Taylor. Uh, obviously she was dead at the time, but they were trying to get him to flip on her anyways, uh, by reducing his sentence. Uh, he, hmm. he was only going to have to do like parole or something like that. Okay. Uh, instead of the possibility of a 10 year sentence um by basically flipping on her and saying oh yeah she was uh she was part of the drug ring but nice. thankfully he refused to do it yeah good guy uh, yeah Props i guess to you. i guess there is honor among drug dealers uh, mm-hmm. which i don't even think drug dealing is that serious of a crime compared to a lot of things right. especially depending on what drug is being sold obviously i mean if it's weed you should get death yeah yeah weed weed is a we we does this real real bad one um but yeah i mean i mean it, it i i think that kind of thing happens all the time and you know this is i i was thinking about it you know a while a while ago uh not with the george floyd stuff but when you know the black lives matter protests started at all and you started seeing all this uh like body cam footage because now police were having to wear body cams and mm. uh you know, all the time they were being caught, like planting drugs on people. And, you know, I thought back to like the Dave Chappelle show and, and like, uh, you know, different different black artists and stuff that have basically insinuated that a lot of these charges that are brought against black people are, are made up or like it's it's something that was planted on them. And I was like, oh, yeah, this yeah. is something that that the black community has known for a long time. Right. And 
you know, they they tried to tell us in in more obscure ways because they weren't allowed to say it out loud. But uh, well, I, the the system yeah. the system has a, a self correction in it uh, that that necessarily tends towards the uh, the authority. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's 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 not even that uh, they haven't been allowed to th- th- those people. Uh, they that uh, folks haven't been able to say this kind of stuff out loud because they, this has been this is like uh, this is social American like canon for forever. Uh, like yeah, we, we, I, I we know so. the cops plant drugs on on yeah, poor people, I mean, especially I mean, African Americans. Not, not, not that people weren't necessarily allowed to say it, but like, they just had to do it in music in order to be heard. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, that and and you know you think about you know I don't know how much you've looked into what happened with uh, Chappelle's show. Um, but uh, a lot, enough. a lot of a lot of what happened with why he eventually quit is because they were trying to clean up what he was saying. Right, right. Um, so you know, there's yeah, they they were technically allowed to say it, but you know, somebody like Chappelle would get his his uh, platform removed. Or God bless Dave Chappelle. He's a Am great right? guy. Am I right? In my opinion. But I I also remember watching a lot of like these uh, these like black sitcoms when I was growing up. And there was always kind of like a theme. Like I remember there was a there was a an episode in the Fresh Prince where, uh, uh, yeah, th- this is this is where we've gone at this point. Is, hey, no, is this now is I'm just talking about this the Fresh Prince. Right. It's an, it's, no, no, it's it an is. established it history of this yeah. thing. But uh, there there was an episode where where he and his uh, his cousin, whatever the fuck his name is, you know, the little like more bougie uh, than than Will Smith's character. Um, they uh, they both end up getting in trouble with the police and uh, like on, on a routine traffic stop. And uh, the, uh, the 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 cousin is is convinced uh, that uh, that everything is fine and that they weren't just pulled over for being black. And it ended up leading to like a, a crisis in the whole like uh, like after school special type thing. But uh, um, and I remember seeing that in a lot of media when I was growing up. Um, that yeah, there, were, there was one no. in uh, I think it was Family Matters. Is that the one they had? Uh... Probably so. I mean, I, I I think all these shows had one of these um, or, yeah, or yeah, more. I, they, I, they I think had Family to Matters like, was was yeah. a little bit special in that regard because the uh, the the dad was a police officer, and then oh, his yeah. his own son gets pulled over and harassed by the cops. And then he like looks into it thinking like his son is just like blowing things out of proportion because he's a cop himself and like no cop should do that. Right. Right. And then he uh, comes to the realization that, oh, shit. Yeah, there's a bunch of racists in the police force. Hell yeah. Um, fucking rules, guys. Yeah. Fucking rules. And uh, and ICE is the police as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Border Patrol is the police as well. Which uh, which reminds me, while while we're talking about ICE and the Border Patrol, um, I would like to bring up my favorite image. Here, here's your here's your daily reminder that uh, ICE has existed for. Uh, well, it was it was invented under Bush. It's yeah. it's not it's not very and, old, uh, friends. Um, yeah, we survived just fine without them before. We will survive just fine when they're gone. And it's it's also noteworthy that ICE uh, survived uh, the the uh, Obama. Uh, presidency, extra detor- uh, deportations through yes, ice ex- extra yeah. deportations, and, and, that, and he didn't that do any speeches is... in Spanish. Obama, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and you know the deportation stat is a little bit skewed because they changed what a deportation technically was at the time. Okay, um, 
But the fact is that that you know it still happened a bunch. It still happened a bunch, <laughs> and and the result of that change was not like oh it stayed the same rate or anything. There was more, which means that it probably just added on to the baseline of what was already happening. Right. Right. Um, but one one of my favorite uh, pictures of uh, Kamala Harris this is uh, is uh, her standing around a bunch of Border Patrol. Uh, I think this was taken like last year or some shit like that. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, it's a it's a super cool uh, picture of her. She's wearing a little police coat. She's standing next to a bunch of Border Patrol people. She's at the, uh, uh, I believe this is the newly erected wall. Um, yeah, I think so. The, the, it, the walls with those weird slats. Yeah, yeah, it's the metal slats thing. So this looks like the new wall. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's super cool. And uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like I should just come out with it. I, I think I, I, <laughs> I finally reached the point where I'm, I'm no longer like even considering voting for Biden anymore. Yeah, um, I, I just I, I don't think I, I mean, I think, you know, it's, it's starting to get to the point where it's like everything's on fire and the, right. the liberal response and, and literally on fire in some cases. Right. Uh, and the liberal response is, oh, well, you can vote this out. Um, no. And I, I don't believe that's true because Joe Biden hasn't signed on to any kind of climate agreement or anything like that. Uh, Obama increased oil production in the U.S. and bragged about it. Uh, right. And uh, and and Biden's apparently pretty cool with fracking. Yeah. And Biden's cool with fracking. Um, people like Pelosi have uh, shunned the Green New Deal, which, you know, I get the on, green on new, whatever it's called. Yeah. The Green New Dream or whatever oh, it's right. called, yeah. I think, was the, the yeah, exact yeah. quote. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't it's, think that that I mean, voting is is important for certain things. Sure. Um, but, you know, I, I've seen the argument. And, you know, I think I've probably made this argument in some cases and maybe argued against it in some cases. But, you know, the the argument that, oh, well, the next president is going to choose whoever replaces Ruth Bader Ginsburg and right. uh, whoever else, you know, falls out after her. Mm-hmm. But hopefully all of them. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully all, all of them. <laughs> like, and like and that's, that's that's what my point would be, is that I, I don't think it matters. And. Because the the system that that exists currently cannot fix itself, so mm. yeah, somebody else may be appointed to Supreme Court who is extra conservative and shitty. But I think really the the uh, the issue lies in the Supreme Court itself, not who is staffed in the Supreme Court. Right. Um. And and I'm getting to the point where I I don't think that. <laughs> without without breaking the the system that we live under or the systems rather uh, acknowledging that it's not all just one concerted effort but mm. multiple shitty things happening all at once that kind of filter us through uh, life right. um yeah I, I don't think that that they can be fixed with themselves i think you need to at some point deconstruct the whole thing yeah um Deconstructed, or at least, and this is something that I, I, I find would be uh, extremely unlikely. Uh, but uh, uh, doing what uh, what led to things like the New Deal, right? Yeah, uh, where you have uh, advanced complexes of large far left political organizations that put pressure on people like the president. Uh, in order to push forward things like that. Um, 
And so, yeah, I mean, the, the answer is is the same in either case where it's uh, bottom up organization of uh, of new kind of modes of of, of creating and, and, and being. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, also, the, the, with with the, the the Green New Dream or whatever it's called, quote, <laughs> um, it it said it says one of two things, right? Both of which like tell on her in a hilarious way. Yeah. Uh, either that uh, she's just a really catty bitch, which, yeah, sort of, yeah. Uh, or uh, but not in a yes queen kind of way. Yeah, yeah. She's just a bitch. Uh, or um, it's that uh, she somehow uh can't remember what the new deal is. <laughs> yeah, and and right, and that, and that's why it's like it's the such only a good thing the nation's thing ever done. To say, like, <laughs> Yeah. First off, if I know what the Green New Deal is, and it's not even technically my job to know what the Green New Deal yeah. is, you better fucking know what the Green New Deal is. At, at, at the very least, do that. There are Republican senators who know what the Green New Deal is, yeah, and they shit on it all the time because yeah. they suck, but they at least fucking know how to say it right. Like, the really crazy thing about the, the Green New Deal thing is that it's like, it's not a fucking binding resolution, guys. No. It's, it's a totally it's, symbolic thing. Yeah. And fighting that fucking hard against a symbolic gesture right. is is well, extremely that, I, I think, telling. Yeah, that I was going to say, yeah, that's 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 extremely telling because not that they understand the power of, of the, the symbol, I guess. Um, even if we just have the idea in our heads that we would like to live in a cleaner world, that would that would be something detrimental, you know? Right, right. Yeah, it's um, uh, fuck. It's it's cool. It it is it is really really cool. Um, but hey, you let's, know, uh, oh, go ahead. Hmm, oh, go ahead. um, so I've mentioned I've mentioned him before. Um, in the last episode, in like a, a mostly ironic way, uh, but uh, Darko Suvin, right? Mm. He. He developed this idea, and it seems incredibly obvious, but most good philosophy is ultimately seems obvious Washington once you has thinking two about sets it. Of- oh, I'm sorry. Washington has two sets yeah, of somethings. I don't, I don't know why this is Firefighters. Um, I was just yeah. trying to pull up a fucking uh, <laughs> article. But 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 he he has these two really important ideas: uh, the novum and cognitive estrangement. And he he's he's a he's a philosopher of speculative fiction, so of of, of science fiction. Uh, uh and well. Specifically science fiction within speculative fiction. Fuck fantasy. Fuck mm. you. Fuck you. Fuck fantasy. Stupid bullshit. <laughs> God damn it. Hey, dude, those yeah. are fucking cool. Your, your right. hobbit bullshit. What's that guy's name? Uh, which one? Uh, Bomba Bombadil. Tom Bombadil. Yeah, fuck don't, you. Don't ever shit on Tom Stupid Bombadil. Stupid bullshit. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Um, but the Novum. I've got the one, the one <laughs> fantasy book that I like. <laughs> And it's it's not the Lord of the Rings either. It's the Hobbit. As if like I haven't played through the Dragon Age games and yeah. shit. Like as if you don't um, jerk off to elf porn. I do. I do do that uh, in the living room. It's, yeah, which yeah. kind of wish you'd stop. Yeah. Well, the ears are cute, but but so the the, the novum is uh, it's essentially like it's the new thing. It's the new thing that's brought in as the. Um, uh, thing that differentiates a piece of science fiction from the world that we live in, right? Right. Um, and any good piece of science fiction includes a novum uh, that is maybe not explicitly legible, but is ultimately present and can be made legible. 
Um, and cognitive estrangement is essentially the experience of uh, viewing a piece of fiction that imagines a future that is different from the one that you are likely to experience uh, or the, the life that you are currently living. Um, it, there, there's a lot of argument inside of like science fiction studies about whether or not science fiction is actually about the future, or whether it's not about, or whether it's about the present. But uh, that's that's a little too pedantic for this, maybe. But um, so with cognitive estrangement, there's a reason that that art and uh, uh, symbolic gestures and things like that matter. And of course, like some symbolic gestures don't mean anything. Like you start tearing up someone's speech as they speak, uh, <laughs> unless you're actually performing an action as you do that, in what which case I'll applaud you. It'd to? be dope. Um, like if, if she was actually, if she like pushed through Medicare for all, or was like working on it or something and then tore up his speech, like as he was speaking, I'd be like, yeah, she's doing it for that fucking reason. And that's dope. And that's so, fucking awesome. Just, just but, as a real quick interjection. Hmm. Um, uh, I'm, I'm actually working on, uh, learning how to video edit and stuff like that. Nice. And, and one of my first topics is going to be kind of a, uh, a takedown piece on Nancy Pelosi and why she's, fun. uh, possibly one of the most enabling figures that that uh has existed during the trump era yeah there, there's like something spiritually similar uh between her and uh the the turtle guy uh mitch mcconnell yeah mcconnell you know <clears throat> there's there's something spiritually similar between them but but there, there there is there is literature and there is research that speaks about how uh cognition ends up changing when exposed to ideas that are uh, different from the world that you're experiencing and a lot of it it does come down to cognitive dissonance in, in which case you end up choosing whatever your preconceived um, uh, uh, determinations were but then this cognitive estrangement can also uh, occur um, and produce um, some kind of uh, uh, at least internal movement uh, towards some kind of a better world there's a reason that culture change co changes constantly people are very plastic symbolic gestures are incredibly meaningful so long as they are actually lead to or follow from some kind of actual action um, or if it's just a, a, a sufficiently aesthetic um, uh, piece of, uh, of, of of symbolism um, maybe that on its own is is enough. Um, I, I have complicated feelings, but <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> That's good. It's good radio die. right there. Right, but uh, complicated feelings about uh, inspiration and that whole idea. But oh, sure, there's something going on there. Green New Deal. Green New Dope. Deal. Hey, while we're on <coughs> the uh, the subject of um, climate and change, um, mm. wouldn't it be funny? We weren't allowed to eat hamburgers anymore. <laughs> yeah, that that's what the Green New Deal is. Uh, yeah. it's it's trying to stop you from eating hamburgers. See, symbolism came in yeah. and ended up uh, making some wins for the right. Good job. Shit. Uh, so, um, this this article is from the Independent. I've seen it a couple of other places, but uh, Oregon State Senator who stopped climate change vote yeah. loses home to wildfire. Nice. Yes. Uh, he refused to vote on a bill that was going to uh, reduce greenhouse gas emissions dramatically by the year 2050. Um, this this is one of the guys I don't, I don't know if you remember, but uh, the Oregon governor was like threatening to uh, sick the marshals on them because uh, they were like refusing to take part in the vote and like basically just hiding away wherever they could so that nobody could make them vote on this. Right. Um, <sighs> just think it's kind of funny uh the the man's name is fred girard mm. uh, g i 
R.O.D. Uh, he was one of 11 Oregon state senators who refused to turn up to the state capitol in June 2019, which prevented quorum for a vote on climate change legislation. Uh, would, would anything have changed if he voted in 2019 and he voted affirmatively uh, for this? No. Uh, but right. it's funny that, you know, he he was a denier or not yeah. not just a denier, but thought maybe he was just above whatever consequences there were. Yeah. Um, and yeah. and refused to vote on this uh, just so he could. I, I don't know. It's, it's some kind of political game, I guess, where it's better to not vote on it than vote no on it. Right. Right. I guess. I don't know. I've never understood that. Anytime I see somebody try to avoid something like that, I always think, well, yeah, you're a piece of shit and you don't want to vote because you're you're you know, you're wrong and you just don't want to admit it because you have some kind of benefactor uh, that's, right. that's pulling your strings and telling you not to do it. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. And it's, you know, um, it's like when people refuse to confirm or deny something like I, I right. won't confirm nor deny those allegations. Like, yeah, okay, it's well, that confirmation. Means you yeah. fucking did it. Or you, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, pleading the fifth is fine. No, you in, should in a lot of cases, fifth, but you should just do it by not talking. <laughs> but uh, when, like, you're, I mean, if you're in court for the <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's different when you're in court yeah. and when somebody says, hey, did you uh, I don't know shit in the cafeteria and you say uh i refuse to confirm nor deny those accusations that means you you did it you shit shit in the cafeteria right yeah i mean that that is fun i i just i can't stop thinking about the whole uh you know the 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 rich own the future while everyone else lives in the past uh and the fact that uh because of that and the way the capital works uh he's he's gonna make it on top with his insurance oh like, yeah yeah he's, no he's, I, I mean this, this, this is why i don't feel him. bad at all about yeah. about making fun of him for this yeah. because he exists in a class that is going to have i mean the 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 most that he probably lost is some sentimental objects yeah, like which, i hope it's like a family think, home uh. <laughs> which i don't think these people have anything that they consider sentimental when, right. when they reach this stage of uh lizard p- yeah people. lizard yeah. brain yeah. um uh yeah so you know i i barely have anything i care about anymore uh and that's just because i've had all the the care fucked out of me over the years i'm sorry for that yeah, well, it's, I should it's just be true. more gentle. Like if if the house was on fire and I knew you were asleep, I would just walk out. That's fair. Yeah, that's what I get for fucking the the care out of you. <laughs> uh. It's mostly for for jacking off the elf porn in the uh, the living room. But I'm telling you, dude, the ears make it okay. All right, all right. What's next, bud? Um, fuck. I don't know, man. <laughs> Here's a good one. Uh, so one of my bugaboos, I'm not sure how much I've talked about it on here, but but I know that we've talked about it uh, personally because we talk outside of this uh, this this forum. Um, state and local funding uh, never made it into the CARES Act uh, right. because Pelosi sucks. Uh, go, go back to Pelosi sucks. Uh, and she was adamant that uh, whenever CARES 2 came around for for a vote, that they would get uh, state and local funding put in it. Right. Um, as many of you know, I, I work for a state slash local municipality. Um, and, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I check my budget trends because that's part of my job. And we're, we're going to be out of money sometime around January. Jesus uh, and, Christ. And we're, we're playing things conservatively. Uh, right now, because we know that there's, you know, there's so much lost revenue and all the shutdowns. Um, 
so you know even with even with playing things conservatively with our budgets we're we're trending to be out of money sometime around that time um i know that uh surprisingly of all people uh fucking governor cuomo Mm. uh, who who sucks right let's get that out of the way even he called out uh nancy pelosi on this and said it was a, a tactical error that they uh they didn't have state and local funding in the original cares act mm. um so pelosi has played this game uh where you know she says over and over again it's gonna be in cares too i don't know why everybody's freaking out and <laughs> the problem is that everybody's freaking out because cares one was where they had the leverage Right. And cares too is going to be like if the GOP feels like it'll be politically expedient. Yeah. And they're only going to do the baseline of whatever they can do. Uh, right. I, you know, I, I would estimate somewhere around like November 1st, there's going to be another stimulus check because that's going to look good on Trump. Right. Right. Um, that makes sense. Man, 1200 bucks. Yeah, 1200 bucks does fucking nothing yeah. uh, in the long term. It, yep. I mean, like, as as of, like, two weeks ago or something like that, it was $6 a day, if you yep. did the math for, yep. for that. Um, $6 a day, even less now, uh, really does nothing in, in helping your material conditions. Um, Absolutely not. So here is, uh, and I'm going to stand my girl AOC again. Um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez says Democrats should look past the sugar high of another $1,200 stimulus check and urges them to hold out for a bigger package (laughs) that includes state aid and health funding. Um, always hold out for a bigger package. So it's, it's interesting to see somebody who's, who's technically a, uh, a junior Congresswoman, um, have more political sense than, I don't know, Pelosi's been in her position for what 22 years something yeah, something 22,000 like, years yeah. 22,000 yeah. years <laughs> it's it's really like 10 days in lizard years but it, it is <laughs> space lizard years <laughs> um but no it's uh you know I, you, you don't see a whole lot of talk about this and so it's nice to to see that because uh how, however bad you think the the civil unrest is right now when basic services are are stopped because municipalities don't have any money it's it's going to get that much worse uh, right to the point of like i almost said anarchy but that wouldn't be the proper term Thank uh, you. chaos <coughs> chaos uh, blood in the streets uh, uh, man we gotta we gotta get uh I, I i have something i want on the soundboard oh, okay it's uh you ever see the movie uh antichrist I have not. Well, uh, actually, look this up on YouTube because this is this is just this is a beautiful right. sounding audio clip. Just a, just chaos reigns um, from uh, Antichrist. Yeah, there it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, the shorter one. That's perfect. Ooh, I want I want this. Not the obviously not a minute and yeah. thirty seconds, but. All right, so we've got Willem Dafoe, and he's sneaking through some ferns. That guy's got a hog, too, we learn. Okay. (laughs) You can see it in his face. Yeah. He looks like a man who has a hog. Just like owns hogs.
This is a very tense fern scene. Mm -hmm. You can't talk to her in this next next part because here's where the audio comes in in just a moment. This is old fox. <laughs> It's gutted and shit. Yeah. It's a dying ass fox. Because it's eating itself. Oh. And then what happens? Rain. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. I love it. So feed, we need the chaos. The chaos reigns. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we need that on the, uh, <laughs> the The fox with really bad CGI mouths and words, chaos reigns. I, I think that that lo looks to me as if it was practical effects, but with like, it was slowed down in a bizarre way. So like a shitty puppet. Oh, I thought that was a real fox. <laughs> no, I, I don't know if it's. I wonder. I thought yeah. they just trained a fox how to say chaos right for eating its gut. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Well. Uh. Yeah. I'll look into to clipping that. I guess. Uh, Thanks, bud. That, that'll come in handy every now and then. I think. Oh, I think very frequently. Um, <laughs> oh man, I don't even have the thing running for the uh, the soundboard right now. God damn it! That's how on top of it I am. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. Let's see. Let's pull it up. It's just uh, let's just put some dead time into this while I while I search through and try to find the. Uh... That's a that's a weird movie. It's a weird one. Yeah, uh, I don't, obviously, I, I mean, don't remember uh, ever really seeing that one. It's uh, it's part of uh, Lars von von Trier's uh, like trilogy of of like depression movies, uh, uh, Melancholia and Nymphomaniac uh, are the other two. But uh, that one's that one's pretty fun in like a weird way. Um, I don't know. I'll probably wa like watch it again one more time. But uh, in your entire life, maybe. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like I don't know. Lars von Trier's movies. I don't know like how many times you need to watch any one of them. Um, yeah, I haven't seen any of them, so I think maybe maybe the answer is zero. But it would be okay to <laughs> to, to to watch them at least once. <laughs> right. I don't know. I'm 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 surviving without having seen them. Is the point I'm trying to make. <laughs> um, uh, so let's let's roll from uh, wildfires and civil unrest to. Uh, I mean, I, I really. Oh, the big the big boy himself. I, I don't care too much to talk about Trump, but I think this is uh, this is gotta an, do it sometimes. An interesting clip, uh, in a lot of ways, and just how oh, the yeah. uh, the conversation plays out. Yeah. Um, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip ahead to That's like probably the, fair. the most important part. Most important part. Okay, here we go. Appreciate that, but I think we want to work with you to really recognize the changing climate and what it means to our forests, and actually work together with that science. That science is going to be key because if we if we ignore that science and sort of put our head in the sand and think it's all about vegetation management, we're not going to succeed together protecting Californians. Okay. It'll start getting cooler. I you wish just, you just watch. I wish science agreed with you. Hey, well, I don't think science knows actually. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. Yeah. Um, yeah. What a fucking nightmare there. You want to? You want to cancel this before it starts playing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh god. Okay. Oh, I didn't know what was coming up next, but I saw that, it. Was, that that circle it makes me so anxious. Yeah. I don't know why it turns on autoplay all the time. 
Um, it'll, it'll get cooler after the explosive trees stop. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. Uh, the beginning of the... Fuck, we should just go back to the beginning of the clip. I, I already ruined it. No, I mean, you, you can't ruin it more than it's already been ruined. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Here we go. I think this is the you same like clip. specifically done on the issue of forest management. And is it possible that it's also forest management and climate change? It's both things well, at the I same time. I think something's time. possible. I think a lot of things are possible. But with regard to the uh, forest, when trees fall down after a short period of time, about 18 months, they become very dry. They become really like a matchstick. And they get up, you know, there's no more water pouring through. And they become very, very... Uh, they just explode. They can explode. Also, leaves. When you have years of leaves, dried leaves on the ground, it just sets it up. It's really a fuel for a fire. Doesn't help when we light on fire every year. It. They also have to do <laughs> cuts. I mean, people don't like to do cuts, but they have to do cuts in between. So if you do have a fire and it gets away, you'll have a 50-yard cut in between, so it won't be able to catch to the other side. They don't do that. Uh, if you go to other countries, you go to Austria, you go to Finland, you go to uh, many different countries, and they don't have forests. I was talking to a head of a major country, and he said, we're a forest nation. We consider ourselves a forest nation. You know what I love about that is where, <laughs> is where he says, uh, I was talking to the head of a major country. Mm -hmm. Because he either doesn't remember who he was talking to, which is plausible. Right. But more plausible is... Uh, he just made this conversation up in his head. Hmm? And I know that he, he's talked about right. this with Finland before. I think it was the, the president yeah, of Finland. Yeah, in the raking the ground shit, yeah. But, uh, yeah. but I think he he's just invented a new conversation that he had with this person in his head. Of course. This was in Europe. I said, that's a beautiful term. He said, we have trees that are far more explosive. He meant hmm? explosive in terms of fire. But we have trees that are far more explosive than they have in California, and we don't have any problem because we manage our forests. So we have to do that in California, too. So I'll go do this, and we'll see you in a little while. Thank All you. Right. I'd be, we've known each other too long, and, uh, and as you suggest, the, the... And then Newsom <sighs> acting obsesquiously towards uh, mm. towards him is, is great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You ever wish that like Democrats had a? I don't want to be gendered about this. Not balls, a backbone. Uh, gonads. Uh, yeah, back backbone. Yeah, a backbone, backbone would be nice. Uh, some kind of uh, I don't know, maybe <sighs> bravery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, I think the most brave thing that uh, that that a Democrat has done recently is uh, playing Despacito in front of a bunch of Latin, <laughs> Latin people, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Ex expecting that to play over all right. <laughs> that's that's not obsequious. Uh, no, <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> it's just sad, though. <laughs> yeah, no, I guess it's not servile. It's it's yeah, actually it's kind of like, the opposite in a weird servile. way. It's it's definitely. Uh... It's like he's trying it. Like yeah, pandering is such a weird thing where it's like it's it's supposed to read as servile in a way, like sure. a strong servile, but it it still it contains so much of of lording over someone and so much of uh, like it's like uh... you know blowing someone that. 
It's, it's like yeah. shepherding or, or like uh, con- <laughs> controlling a donkey with a uh, carrot on a stick. Yeah. Like there's there's a reason that the word patronize, uh, yes. it, you know, exists. Uh, to, because uh, because when you pan, I own you. <laughs> no. Um, <clears throat> oh, this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if you had seen this. Yeah, I'd heard something about this in general. Uh, I don't know about CLS strategies yet, but but I, I'm pretty sure I pretty sure I know I know the the larger story here. So, one of the big things that happened in the 2016 election mm-hmm. was that uh, Russia did very bad bad things. Mm-hmm. They had Russian bots. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, they had Russian bots uh, with with accounts on Twitter and Facebook and spamming fake news, um, news. and that's how they were manipulating the election. Uh, would would it be maybe a bad look if uh, if you know after I don't know how many years have we heard that fucking story, mm-hmm. which. To some degree is true. Sure. And and the reason we know it's true is because we also do it. Uh, <laughs> of course. Yeah. In other countries. Um, Facebook deletes. Uh, this is from PRweek.com, which I guess is a, a PR specific uh, news thing. Right. It's, it seems to be. Yeah. Because it says like people in PR resources and it's got a bunch of like campaign case studies, Mm. whatever. Uh, Facebook deletes dozens of fake account pages uh, run by CLS strategies. Uh, So run by a US PR firm. Yes. Which is a US PR firm. And what they were doing was uh, setting up fake accounts. trying to make Facebook groups and that sort of thing, uh, I believe in Southern American countries. I, I forget what the uh, exact one was. And this one, this article doesn't seem to have it uh, listed. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, Facebook has removed dozens of fake accounts and pages manages managed by Washington DC based uh, strategic communications firm, CLS strategies. The accounts were deleted in August, according to a Facebook report on inauthentic behavior released on tuesday it was the first time the platform deleted fake accounts run by a US PR firm according to buzzfeed nice the company eliminated 26 facebook accounts 46 facebook pages and 36 instagram accounts managed by cls that violated the platform's policy against foreign interference mm-hmm. which facebook defines as coordinated inauthentic behavior on behalf of a foreign entity the CLS network was focused on internal events and op. Oh, there we go. In Venezuela, uh, what have we heard about Venezuela recently? Well, again, the, apparently we tried it again, guys. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, Mexico and Bolivia. Uh, so for nice. every shit lib that's screaming about how Russia tried to interfere with our elections, um, we tried to interfere with uh, Venezuelan politics, Mexican politics, and Bolivian politics this way. Oh, yeah. So, you know, say whatever you want about Russia. I think what they did is shitty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but uh, this is uh, this is the new world superpower game. I guess is trying to <laughs> manipulate uh, everybody's uh, constituencies through shitty social media. Welcome to the meme war. Yeah, the, the meme wars are being fought by the uh, by the uh, the elites now. So I think yep. we need to we need to find a new front to fight with. Right uh, uh, on the streets. 
Mm. We should we should do things in person. In person. Oh, oh, are you talking about direct action? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm never. too depressed for direct action. Direct action. Yeah. In, indirect action. Yeah, uh, that's where you. It's when you you pay a disruption service <laughs> yeah. to uh, to protest for you or something. Oh, uh, that's what uh, that's what George Soros does. That's my new app, actually. That's the app that I'm developing right now. Indirect it's, action. Yeah, it's indirect action. It's it's the Uber for protest uh, and oh. uh, and like feeding the homeless and shit. Yeah, yeah, um, I like it. Yeah, uh, where you get to hire someone else to do mutual aid for you, <laughs> <laughs> and then you get to take advantage of said mutual aid, of course, yeah, yeah. of course, because like that's why it's there. They they deliver it to your doorstep. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's they, they deliver a uh, fed homeless person to your doorstep, <laughs> and and they they get to thank you. Yeah, yeah, uh, that and the rest of it's just uh, it's it's just one of those like upper middle class white people like uh, uh, farming services where like. Everyone kind of has uh, has a share. You ever seen these? I, I have not actually. Yeah, I, I've known I've known some folks, some folks, You've known folks. Yeah, who have who have uh, used these things. Uh, you can probably guess like who in my life. I don't want to like call people out, um, <laughs> but uh, who uh, you know people who are like very well off financially and stuff, and yeah. so they they pay into owning part of like a community garden that. Um, you know, theor- how, do you, how theor- do you pay your way into a community garden? Well, someone else does the work for you. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, then, I get it. But like, man, you, that just seems so yeah. inauthentic, you know? Yeah, right. And and the, the, the idea, like the thing that really gets them going isn't so much that it's like <laughs> that, that, that it's like, oh, man, I'm, I'm helping these people out. It's not even it doesn't even have that as the uh, as the kind of facade you know, really gets um, my gears going. Uh, instead, it's just like, man, organic food is is so much better kind of thing you know jeez <laughs> oh, um Ooh, that sucks yeah so that's that's pretty much they already took my idea is what i'm saying you should uh so. you should reclaim that idea you know you know what's awesome is all those people are going to vote for biden too and uh yeah i i should start a community garden uh <laughs> gee, i should um if i could yeah you, uh, could, you could probably make a lot of money that way oh god <laughs> Um, but uh, <laughs> that, that's the reason for making a exactly to, garden, to, right? yeah i i want to i want to help people out by making money off of them um but this uh, is the uh, this is the next step of capitalism is trying to uh trying to capitalize on mutual aid programs yeah disingenuous anarchism is is yeah. the new disruption uh but yeah they're they're the same people that are like uh are going to vote for biden but uh as soon as he they uh, they get Biden into office and he arrests all the anarchists. All the community gardens will shut down. Ah, fuck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> is that bullshit? It mm. is bullshit. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's let let's talk maybe a little bit about uh, what we think uh, will happen in a Biden presidency. Because you know, I, I see, I see the looming threat of of uh, the collapse of uh, basic services uh, in mm-hmm. municipalities. Right. I don't see, you know, depending on how well the election goes for not the presidency, but you know, the House and Senate. Um, I, I don't see there being enough pull on the Democratic side. And I don't actually think that the Democrats want and and I'll specify by saying I don't think that the corporate Democrats want to fund state and local uh, municipalities. Mm. Um, 
I don't see that ever making it into a CARES Act 2 sort of bill. Right. Uh, So we're going to see, you know, a a collapse in in some basic order of things. Uh, You know, a lot of cities have their own trash services. Mm. Uh, I I believe that New York does. And that's one of uh, Cuomo's major concerns was, you know, when when the money runs out, what happens? Um, Not not all uh, municipalities run their... uh, uh, their water and uh, electricity utilities, but some do. Uh, so there's going to be instances where the water is shut off or just not being maintained, which anyone who who's worked with water uh, and water like purification for any amount of time will tell you it does not take long for water to turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, water will turn in maybe two hours if you're not monitoring it right, depending on the circumstances. Hell yeah. Um, so water is going to go bad electricity you know it it automatically runs but if nobody's managing it and something goes down then you know large swaths of the community are going to lose electricity and there's going to be nobody there to fix it because nobody's getting paid and even even when i was in the the military I, i was recalling the other day um there was there was a scare because we had the uh the government shut down during the obama era mm-hmm. uh and there was a scare that uh during that period of time the military was not going to receive payments mm-hmm. and i can tell you out of a platoon of probably like 50 to 60 people there was two or three simps that said that they would still show up to work right and the rest of us were like no fuck that if they're not paying me i'm not showing up yeah um, and yeah, it'll, it'll, people people forget that uh, the military is <laughs> not actually just entirely full of like uh, real try hard motard shitheads. No, uh, it's it's uh, it's it's, it's like poor desperate people yeah, that like poor need desperate the money. people, and yeah. that's that's a major reason that I joined. You know, I I at the time had more conservative beliefs, and I thought that we were fighting a good war, so that made me more comfortable with joining. Right. But at the heart of it. I would not have joined if I did not lose my job during the uh, the 2008 economic crisis. Right. Um, because I worked in, in a construction field, which was the the hardest hit industry. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, when when people stop getting paid, they stop showing up to work, as they rightly should, because right, it's not like we're we're paid a, a according to what we should be, anyways. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, you're you're gonna see a basic, uh, a basic or a failure in basic services, and that's going to get everyone riled up. Mm. Um, and what what do you think Biden's response to that is going to be? He's an authoritarian. He's he's going to respond in the fascist mode. He's going to, you know, people are are worried that Donald Trump is going to to declare martial law if he loses the election. Well, I'm positive that biden if given the right circumstances would call in martial law if he is elected right right um i don't don't know i i I just between trump and biden i I don't see any any kind of win Uh, (laughs) yeah i mean there's there's the eternal argument about how uh things might be more competently managed and then fall apart a little bit less quickly uh under Biden, I don't know. Uh, 
I mean, it, it, it does boil down largely to the fact that they do end up putting into employ a lot of people that aren't them um, that might help things uh, continue running in ways that are uh, less nightmarish. But uh, ultimately, man, like, fuck. <laughs> Did you see the uh, the video that uh, I think it was Beyond Woke and Problematic posted on their Instagram? No, I, I refuse to follow them. I don't think that's true. I'm kidding. They're one yeah. of my favorites. Everybody follows them. What's up, boy? Yeah, almost <laughs> at 10K. Look at that. Yeah. That. That's everybody. That's everybody in the, the known world. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so. Oh, this one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so the, the top half of the meme is uh, somebody who's clearly pregnant with a glass of wine and a cigarette in her hand. And it says, no, it doesn't affect my baby. And then the uh, the bottom half is uh, this video. Get it? I don't like the two-party system. I think our country's corrupt. And quite frankly, I don't want to vote for Biden. It feels like voting for a Republican. But I'm going to do it. You want to know why? Because the alternative is a fucking fascist. A fascist is a fascist. Maybe we can have a conversation so about loud. dismantling the two-party system when a fascist isn't running. Maybe we can do that later, kiddo! Champ! Oh, kiddo. Chief! Champ. Maybe we can Chief. get it. I don't like the two parties. Uh, no way I'm listening to oh, that man. twice. That's, oh, God, Jesus. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, Do you think in, uh, hmm. in uh, 2024 there isn't going to be a fascist candidate named Tom Cotton running? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I, I mean, it's my my whole thing with whether or not I'm going to vote for Biden. I, I still don't know. Uh, and it just boils down to fuck, man. I don't know. Like, will a couple people have like the right jobs uh, and like a little bit of harm reduction? Or should I just go full accelerate zoom, zoom, boom, boom and be like, I don't give a fuck. Uh, uh trump 2020 um which no i, I would never unironically yeah. uh want that, <laughs> i don't but, think that's that's the but, answer either no and, and i mean living in california it does make it so that my vote uh you know whether or not it goes to biden doesn't matter all that much um but i'm not i don't i don't tend to think of it that way which is maybe a strategical error on my own part but i i end up just thinking about it as if i lived uh you know uh you know in a place where it would matter uh and then I wonder if it would. Um, and like I've said a thousand times, you know, uh, a Biden presidency would be awful. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I do wonder uh, if uh, I mean, the, the, the things I'm balancing are if it would be slightly less awful or if uh, having uh, Trump for four more years would uh, help uh, instill and, and cause more of that uh, kind of forced revolutionary change. Um but you know what? If Biden's not going to be that much better and it's still going to force more people to do that kind of change, uh, that's great. But the real problem with Biden getting the presidency is he acts as a, a form of capital capture uh, where uh, a lot of people see someone, uh, you know, someone someone blue wins and then everyone thinks that things are fine. Um, well, yeah. And, and that's, you know, the the S.E. Cup uh, right, clip right, we listened right. to. I will just last... want to have brunch. Yeah. Don't yeah. you remember when you could just go to brunch with the girls and have a good time and you didn't have to think about the president? And I think uh, I think it's good that we're thinking about the president. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I would rather not have Trump again. Right. I, I, I would rather not have Biden either. Yeah. Um, I think there there is some danger in going back to the 
Obama era complacency. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, you, you know, the, the material needs of, of the working poor are only going to get more and more se- severe. Hmm. And I, I don't see that changing under Biden. He's, he's been adamant. I, I mean, like the, the very least he could do. And I've posted about this a couple of times is he could fucking lie about wanting Medicare for all. Hmm never do anything to actually uh, enact Medicare for all. But at yeah. the very least, he could lie about it yeah. just to display some kind of competency and understanding what people need and want, even if he has no intentions of giving it to anybody. Right. Just to have that basic self-awareness that, oh, this is what people want. I'm not going to give it to them, but I at least understand that this is what people want. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think it's extremely telling that he's unwilling to even move on that uh, right. particular item because it, 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 it's such an easy win. It's such an easy win. Of course. Um, e- even if he doesn't mean it, it's such an easy win to just say, yes, I'm for Medicare for all. There's been plenty of Democrats, and I think Kamala Harris is one of them, who say, yes, I'm for Medicare for all. Yeah. And they're only using it as a, as a political uh, uh, tool. Right. But I mean, the reason that he ended up getting pushed along is because of the fact that he is this disgusting like right center kind of character oh yeah yeah um so so him saying that kind of thing oh that's that's dangerous <laughs> um but uh yeah and i mean uh i'm sorry how am i supposed to pronounce the name kamala 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 Harris. I swear to God, guys, I'm not doing that on purpose. I'm really not. I just I don't care. Um, which I guess maybe maybe I maybe I should care. Why don't no, you care I, more, I shouldn't. bro? Yeah, why don't I care more about hey, Kamala? She wore um, what might have been Tim's the other day. Wait, what? Oh, you haven't seen this? No. What did you go, say? Go on. I said she wore what might have been Tim's oh. the other day. Oh, dope. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, and, and the only reason she ended up getting picked is because of like uh, id poll slash strongman combination. So, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those look like Tim's. Kamala Harris wore Timberlands. The, the, the classic sand color ones, too. The internet responded. There's uh, there's actually some controversy apparently going around that these are fake because they don't have the right logo or something. Oh, who? Jesus. Who fucking cares in the first place? But also, who cares that she wore them in the first place? Yeah. And I'm so tired of hearing that, oh, wow, Kamala wore shoes that are not like what a normal politician would wear. This, this is the one point where I would otherwise, uh, that, that, that I would agree with, with woke scolds. Which is that, why do we care so much about what this woman is wearing? <laughs> no, for sure. Like, <laughs> there, there's that point. And, and then the second point is, can we stop acting like she's a fucking queen because she wore Converse? Because yeah. she wore Timberlands? If she, unless she's deadlifting at least 315 <laughs> in, in, in those Converse. I, I don't want to fucking see it. I, well, I do not well, care. And, you know, this the same argument as, as you know, I made last time is mm. how many kids... Has she locked up for, or arrested while wearing right. Timberlands or Converse? Yeah. Now. Both for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, both for weed. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're both, they're for, both weed. for weed. Yeah. It's all for weed. <laughs> it's all for weed. So oh, yeah. it, it's just, uh, I don't know. It, it's so fucking disappointing to see people caring about it in mm-hmm. the first place. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, it's everything's pretty disheartening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, uh-huh. I don't live in happiness anymore. No, man, I haven't uh, been happy in a, in a while. I haven't, uh-huh. I haven't felt happiness since, well, I guess it was 2016. Yeah. When I thought that that Hillary was going to win, I, that was the last time I felt happiness. That's so, that's a weird. Because I was super excited to have Hillary as our yes queen president. Um. My computer, for some reason, doesn't know that it's plugged in. Oh. And it just shut down on me. Uh, We will be right back. All right. We are back. Uh, Unfortunately, we have had uh, an equipment failure that we can't really uh, recover from right now. Um, Yeah. But uh, we will be back another time. Um, this episode is a little bit shorter than others, but uh, I think is honestly probably better for you than it is for us. Where are we at? Uh, we're we're at a minute and twenty, or and twenty. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> hour and twenty. All right, yeah, cool. <laughs> um, so uh, thank you for everybody who listened. Uh, we love you very much. Please take your medicine. Bye.